Jeffrey Epstein, born January 20th, 1953, died August 10th, 2019. If you have a computer or someone to watch the news, chances are you know who we're talking about today. A few years ago, you couldn't even go a day without hearing his name, and today we are covering the topic that you guys voted in, Jeffrey Epstein. And uh, we are going to take a look into this piece of shit's life, covering the facts of who he was, how he came to the amounts of wealthy that he did, and uh, the part that everybody, of course, wants to know, all of the conspiracy theories. Um, take a trip with us down this uh, Thank God Another Pedo Piece of Shit is Dead Life's episode on Clap by Fire. You're listening to Clapped by Fire. Hello and welcome. My name's Kai Maxwell. I'm your host, and our co-host is uh, Sean Eames and John Peterson. How's it going, guys? Going good, brother. How are you? Doing awesome. We got a crazy awesome topic today, so uh, I'm super excited for it. And if you're new to the podcast, like I said, welcome. We're glad you're here, and I hope you enjoy the show today. Okay, that got awkward. Okay, <clears throat> and all the people yeah, yeah. that you know are listening to the show, thank you so much for the likes and follows. We're continuing seeing growth of the podcast. Uh, thank you so much. We appreciate that. Okay, so... Uh, I'm we're going to go into news, stuff that's going on. Um, in previous uh, episodes, we've talked about uh, Megan Hall, the police officer in Tennessee. And uh, this last week, she came out and did a public interview. She, uh, she told people that uh, she's the victim and that, uh, you know, fucking uh, six other police officers that you work with, uh, you know, she's the one that got hurt here. In, in her interview, she talks about how when she joined the police force in Tennessee, they talked about how they were a family, and uh, so I, I don't understand how a married woman can join a police force and, uh, you know, send nudes, you know, screw on the job, and uh, now you're the victim. <clears throat> okay, and uh, she's filing a lawsuit against the police station that hired her and also against her police chief, saying that they did not protect her and allowed allowed it to happen. So, uh, so John, if I go murder someone, is it the police's fault for not catching me, or is it my fault for doing it? Well, I think we can put blame on both things. Uh, the fact that they didn't arrest you before that happened, uh, that's their fault. Um, they should have known that you had things planned out. <laughs> and your fault for not doing it. So um, I thought that the cops are supposed to have some kind of, you know, thing, like was it minority report? Um, they know you're going to do something before you do something. Yeah, shame I, on the I, police, dude. They're supposed to know everything before it happens. You know what I mean? And and <laughs> yeah, I, I I agree with you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I, all I can say is like, she says she's part of. It's supposed to be a family, but like, was this like an Alabama sort of family, or <laughs> what are we getting at here, man? <laughs> and I I low key, I'm not kidding you. If you look up the interview, you can find it on YouTube. I swear to God that you can hear a train horn in the background. Beep, beep. <laughs> Not even joking. Check it out. Check it out. But yeah, so uh, that's pretty much the update on that. So uh, I don't. I don't know. Best luck to her. I don't know how that's gonna how that's gonna work out. But uh, yeah. <laughs> Damn. Uh, and other than that, just uh, we're gonna do an episode on her later on. But Chad and Lori Daybell. 
the cultists in Idaho, uh, their uh, their story is still going on, still going to court, still trying to find out all the information before they get prosecuted. If you don't know anything about them, sum it up in a nutshell. She's a lady that was a member of the LDS Church that pretty much moved to Idaho, started her own cult, sacrificed her kids, killed them, buried them in uh, their backyard, and uh, she's been going to court for what, like two years now, and they still haven't gotten the whole thing all figured out because you know people are lying and the story's changing and they keep finding stuff, and it's freaking crazy. Dude, that is crazy. And then there's also the story about Alex Murdoch or whatever that's all over the news right now about uh, the attorney that uh, was found guilty of killing his wife and his kid. We'll probably do an episode on that one, too, coming up pretty soon. Uh, so uh, you never know who the good guys is, you know? The good guy, maybe it's not the cop. Maybe it's not the lawyer. Uh, they're anywhere and everywhere. They could be hiding. They could be sitting right next to you. You never know. It's pretty crazy. Pretty crazy world we live in. Yeah, it's very crazy. So uh, that's pretty much all I have. Um, you got who wants to talk and stick now? Let's see. We got uh, a riot at a high school that broke out in Arkansas. A bunch of little fights going on. Cops got called and 13 people got arrested. I saw that news story and I was thinking to myself, man, how many fights did we go through back in high school? How many fights were set up? Uh, I never saw the cops. Um Right. And when there were fights there, but apparently it got really rowdy. 13 people got arrested, a bunch of property damage at the high school. And uh, just took me back to the days, you know, going around the flagpole, uh, big circle, you know, and just letting it go down until uh, teachers came broke it up. Your schools didn't have like school cops in it or anything? Uh, the junior high and high school did doesn't mean that they were around you want you want to hear a quick story about the school cops i got yeah. two i got two stories for you real fast okay so my i went to school with one of my cousins i'll keep her name anonymous just to uh <clears throat> my high school uh we had like this assigned parking program and if you didn't park in your own spot people would find ways to move your vehicle so they could get their parking spot so I remember my cousin parked in my spot one time. She drove this little uh, Toyota pick-up truck. So what happened is, uh, you know, her back window, she never she never locked it. So we crawled in through the back, put her truck in reverse, pushed it into someone else's uh, <laughs> parking spot, and then I took my parking spot back. And then I remember this cool cop pulled me in and said he was going to charge me for uh, – Breaking and entering, Grand Theft Auto, and I was just like, cool, dude, she's my cousin, so, uh, and then, you know, he went and talked to her, and she's like, oh, yeah, that's my cousin, I don't give a shit, so, <laughs> that's one story about the school cop. <laughs> nice. Second story about the school cop, I actually asked a girl to a dance, and how it happened is she was in class, they got on the intercom, and they're like, so-and-so, you need to come down to the office right now and have a word with, with uh, the school cop, so she comes down. Sits in the office, you know, sweating bullets, and, and the cop's just like, you, you need to confess to this crime or we're going to charge you and you can get expelled from school. And uh, he, he didn't tell her, like, what the crime is, but he just kept telling her. And she started, she, she like, broke out into tears. And he told her if she, uh, <laughs> if she signed this contract, they would remove all the charges. And the contract was uh, she'd have to go to the dance with me. So... <laughs> <laughs> It's kind of a douchey way to ask someone to uh, school dance. Holy traumatizing, bro. 
<laughs> oh, she got me good. She covered my parking spot with like four inches of uh, glitter, and it was there like the whole school year. So, <laughs> oh, I hate glitter with a passion. <laughs> That's my story yeah. about two uh, about the school cop. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude! I, I think we had like a total of two school cops, like in my entire school, like ever. And yeah, there were fights every single day, man. Like it was always just. A constant beatdown. You never knew when it was going to take place. It was kind of crazy. But, yeah, I rarely, rarely saw the cop, dude. So. Interesting. And you guys both went to uh, to school in northern Utah, correct? Yeah. I went to school up in uh, Cache Valley. I was in Utah County. Utah County. Cool, cool. You I, grew up on the, I grew up on the south side. So, John, you got anything else for us? I think that's it, what I got. John, you got any cool things you've learned in the news? I, I actually don't have much this week. I'm sorry, guys. So, Every, Everyone that's doing the topic is more focused on giving you guys the best experience possible instead of uh, paying attention to everything else, just so you guys know. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Like I said, we have a crazy subject uh, we're going to dive in. Uh, before we dive in, uh, on Instagram, we uh, you guys voted in the Legend of Zelda, the history of the Legend of Zelda. So uh, John is doing next Wednesday, and that episode will come out next. Uh, it's going to be coming out on Sunday of next week. So that's what's voted in. That's what's going to be the topic. John's topic is still a mystery. So it's going to be so good. <laughs> Hell yeah. Other Keep than that. Other than that, take it away, Sean. You want me to play the little Clapmobile uh, hop in? No, no, not yet. No, not yet. Okay, okay, never mind. So. <laughs> You're the boss, man. Talking sticks yours. All right, guys. So, so uh, Epstein's story started out so well, you know? Like, he had no childhood trauma in life. He had, he lived a normal childhood. Uh, I mean, he, he grew up poor, but he also made it in the Big Apple, which is supposedly one of the hardest places in the world to make it. And uh, he had an... Ended up in the end with uh, one of the largest private residents in all of Manhattan. He also ended up with not one, but two private islands in the Caribbean, a 7,500-acre ranch in New Mexico, and a mansion in Palm Beach. And this guy, he was... Oh, oh sorry, guys. Sorry. Had an accident. <laughs> this guy's Rag story is... Uh, Literally everyone's America's wildest dreams. Uh, he donated millions to incredible causes and funded lots and si lots of scientific research. Um, if you ignore what he did to all these women and girls in his in his story, uh, he would almost be inspiring. But unfortunately, he took his power to bully so many women and girls into sexual fantasies, and uh, he ran with the most elite social society, uh, which made him a very dangerous predator. Epstein publicly dated women like Eva Anderson, Dublin, and uh, she was a physician, a former supermodel, and a former Miss, former Miss Sweden in 1980, and took fourth in Miss Universe contest. Uh, after they broke up, she uh, currently married a, a billionaire hedge fund manager, and uh, but she still remained uh, friendly with Epstein, even after his uh, Florida arrest and sex offender designation. Uh, it just goes to show how charming and manipulative Epstein was. 
and of course, he dated Jisleen uh, Gis- Maxwell. Uh, I'm probably pronouncing her first name wrong. but I fucking know. hate both of them, just so everyone knows. Go burn in hell, <laughs> you two pieces of shit. <laughs> <laughs> she was a uh, British socialite, <clears throat> and uh, I'm sure... You know, both of you guys, or you recognize both these names, and we'll get back to her story in just a minute, but Epstein was a a mystery to everyone who knew him. The former CEO of Tiffany told Vanity Fair in 2003, if uh, you think you know him, and then you peel off another layer of the onion skin, and there's something else extraordinary underneath. He never reveals his hand, he's a classic iceberg, and what you see is not what you get. Epstein exploited and used girls in Manhattan, Palm Beach, and his islands in the U.S. Virgin Islands. Uh, and God knows where else. Because this dude had a ton of other locations that he was manipulating other people with. Um, according to the FBI, they say he paid cash at, to a huge network of underage victims just to get away with what he was doing. In 2008, Epstein was arrested and charged with soliciting a for prostitution in Florida, he only served 13 months of his 18 months sex re- of his 18 months sentence, and he had to register as a sex offender. Uh, then he went right back to his bougie ass life for the next decade. But all that came to an end in 2019 when he was arrested on federal charges of sex trafficking minors. Um, Thank God, way- <laughs> right? <laughs> on his way to trial, he found. Or he was found dead in his jail cell, as most people already know. A medical examiner said his death was a suicide, but Epstein's family and millions of people profess that he was murdered. And honestly, it does look pretty suspicious. Um, Epstein took extreme cautions to operate in the shadows. He didn't like to go out in public and avoided any sort of attention. Um, When all this came to light, everyone was shocked to see who this guy was associated with. Names like President Trump... Former President Clinton, Prince Andrew, and a ton more. Lots of people thought that he was going to roll over on all these elites and reveal who they were and who who did what, and everyone was worried that he would be murdered because it seemed like so many people wanted him dead. And then he was found dead. When news came out saying that he had killed himself, articles read like Epstein's murder, Clinton body count, and Trump body count was blasting all over social media. Everyone from celebrities to your local Boy Scout group had some conspiracy ideas into what happened. For example, on the 13th of November, 2019, Representative Paul Gosser, who's a Republican from Arizona, tweeted 23 messages with the first letter of each sentence spelling out, Epstein didn't kill himself. Although Gosser um, denies that he was saying that, did he know something we didn't? I mean, why do why do that and then deny it, you know? Um, what everybody wants to know is what did Epstein know and how many millionaires and billionaires were engaged in this and who they were. Uh, politician and attorney Rudy Giuliani, who's the former Republican mayor of New York, said, what does the word watch mean in the phrase suicide watch? Who was watching? Um why was he taken off suicide watch and why was his cellmate taken out only hours before his death? Why did the guard fail to do their normal checks on someone who had already tried to kill themselves previously? To answer all of this and jump further down the rabbit hole, let's jump into the Clapmobile and get to know him a little better. Hell yeah! 
Hop in, boys. It's gonna be a good one. So, Sean, I'm gonna be honest with you. Uh-huh. I've got two theories on this, and we'll, we'll we'll jump into it more a little bit later. But I just kind of want to get them out real f- or my ideas out real fast, just so the audience is thinking here a little bit. <clears throat> two things. I I don't think Jeffrey Epstein's dead, dude. I really don't. If you look up the pictures of where he died and how he died, and uh, you know, you use this thing called common sense. Uh, nothing matches up. Nothing makes sense. Nothing is like, you know what I mean? You look at it and you can clearly just say bullshit. Okay. <laughs> uh-huh. And, and second, um, the guy that did Jeffrey Epstein's autopsy, um, that guy is, uh, he works with and is associated, uh, with someone that, that's, uh, you know, that's, uh, maybe trying to uh, cover their name up so to make it look like uh, they weren't there. So there's just so many things that that just don't match up. And like I said, anyone that can think for themselves and, and look at these pictures, I, 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 there's, there's two things. One, it's either he was, he, when they, when they left him, someone came in and popped him or two, he's still alive somewhere. And I'm leading more towards that. He's alive somewhere, dude. Honest opinion. Interesting. Yeah, we'll we'll get into that here in a second, but yeah, you are not alone. That's all I can say. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. So Jeffrey Epstein, born January twentieth, nineteen fifty three, in the Brooklyn borough of New York City. His parents, Pauline and Seymour Epstein, were Jewish and had married in nineteen fifty two, shortly before his birth. Um, his mother was a homemaker and a school aide. His father worked for the New York Par- Parks and Recreation as a groundskeeper and gardener. Jeffrey was the older of two siblings. He and his brother Mark grew up in the working class neighborhood of Seagate, a private gated community on Coney Island, Brooklyn. And dude, like, so many people live in this freaking Seagate area, and it is, like, uptown. It's pretty upscale. So, uh, the Epsteins lived in a middle class lifestyle in a small second floor apartment there where Jeffrey Epstein attended local public schools, first attending public school 188, and then Mark Twain Junior High School, which is nearby, which was a public school that you have to test into. Um, He was talented and learned to play the piano by the age of five, and uh, these schools were elite. So you could send your kid there for a cool 60K a year in in tuition, if you can believe that. Wow. Um, He graduated in 1969 from Lafayette, Lafayette High School at the age of 16. He had skipped two grades and later that year he attended classes at Cooper Union where he studied physics until he changed colleges in 1971. And uh, from September 1971 he attended the Courant Institute of Mathematical Sciences at New York University where he studied mathematical physiology of the heart but left without receiving a degree in June of 1974. By September of 1974, uh, Epstein was 21. He was hired as a physics and mathematics teacher for teens at the Dalton High School on the Upper East Side of Manhattan. This was a super private school where Epstein faked his way in, pretending to have a degree. He forged signatures, faked references, faked documents, and worked, and it worked. 
did he want to teach there because of the young girls or did he just want access to the rich and powerful parents? I don't know what his plans were behind it, but the guy definitely had this all planned out. I, I think he, I think he's fucking power hungry. I think he's one of these people that was born into the society that uh, you kind of look at everyone around you and you're like, well, they have all this nice shit and so I want it and I'm going to step on whoever I want to get what I need. Pretty ambiguous for a 21-year-old, dude. I got to admit. So, uh, Donald Barr, who served as the headmaster until June of 1974, was to have made several unconventional recruitments at the time, though. Although it is unclear whether he had a direct role in hiring Epstein, um... For, yeah. Two years later, in 1976, he was fired from the Dalton High School due to, quote, poor performance and inappropriate behavior towards underage students at the time. But before he was fired, he became acquainted with a very important parent, Alan Greenberg, the chief executive office of, or officer of Bear Stearns, which is a Wall Street investment bank. In 2008, real estate crisis will uh, later take down the Stearns, Bear Stearns, um, but will be bought out by J.P. Morgan Chase for ten bucks a share. Now, during that time period, they were going for like a hundred and thirty dollars a share, down to ten bucks a share during that freaking crash, man. So that's pretty crazy. Uh, before that, though, it was a big deal to work there. Um, Stockbrokers and wealth management experts were what the company represented it. And back in 2006, they held corporate assets of more than $350 billion. It was a wealth-building company that turned millionaires into billionaires. Greenberg asked Epstein what he was doing teaching math and that he should be on Wall Street, so Greenberg hired him. Uh, Epstein joined the Bear Stearns in 76 as a low-level junior assistant to a floor trader. He swiftly moved up to become, the, to become an options trader and working with special products, divisions, and then advise the bank's wealthiest clients. <clears throat> One of these clients, uh, such as Seagram's president, Edgar Bronf Bronfman, on uh, tax mitigation strategies, Jimmy Kane, the bank's later chief executive officer, uh, praised Epstein's skill with the wealthy clients and complex products. Uh, in 1980, four years after joining Bear Stearns, Epstein became a limited partner. March 12th of 1981, Epstein unexpectedly quits, and an insider trading tender offer placed on March 11th, 1981, between several prominent companies, was discovered by the SEC, uh, the Securities and Exchange Commission. Basically, the stock market police. So Epstein resigns the next day when they start looking into the Bear Stearns, and um, Epstein would testify in front of the SEC committee on April 1st, 1981, that they questioned him about a loan that happened on March 4th, and then on the 9th, they were going to fine him 25 k so he quit. In 1981, Epstein found his own, or founded his own consulting firm, Intercontinental Assets Group Incorporated, or IAG. Uh, which assisted clients in recovering stolen money from fraudulent brokers and lawyers. Epstein described his work at the time as being a high-level bounty hunter. He told his friends that he works sometimes as a consultant for governments and the very wealthy to, or to recover embezzled funds, while at other times he worked for clients who had embezzled funds. 
uh, Spanish act. Wealthy client whom Epstein helped in 1982 to recover her father's millions in lost investments, which had disappeared when the Drysdale government securities collapsed because of fraud. Epstein was also stated to some people at the time that he was an intelligence agent who would recover lost or stolen money for the U.S. government. Now, the government denies he ever worked for them, but did he? You know? Because of all the free passes he would get later on on this huge, uh, it's kind of a huge conspiracy angle, you know? So, Sean, quick question for you. Yeah. Jeffrey Epstein, um, he didn't have, like, any education, right? He went to, like, a school, but he ended up forging... didn't he, didn't he end up like forging his like degree and stuff like that and, and using this to sneak into uh to like this business this business field that he's currently working in so yeah what he would do is uh he worked in the high school well he had skipped grades he was he was a really smart kid when he was younger uh graduated from high school early and then he would uh forge documentations and stuff like that saying that he graduated from college that he never graduated to, although did attend. And um, he got in with uh, some of the people that he knew from the high school, you know, some of the rich parents that he had taught their kids up with. So kind of like go in, you know, pass the person like 500 bucks, give them a little wink, and they're like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, kind of, yeah. And so, yeah, that's how he got his foot in the door with these uh, these people, that he was supposed to be some sort of math whiz that he could uh, – help them financially and uh you know it it was just his angle of getting in i believe so professional con artist pretty much yeah yep so um a year later epstein is supposedly done with his weird assets group company and now starts a new company named j epstein and company later renamed to financial trust company This is the company that will put him in front of the entire world. Uh, Epstein became a financial manager for billionaires only. Epstein would charge a flat fee and take total control of his client's money, as well as power of attorney to do anything he thought was necessary to advance his client's future. His charisma was crazy. I mean, how could you go ahead and promise somebody, hey, you know what, man, just go ahead and hand off all of your money to me. And I promise you, dude. I'm going to go ahead and take care of your whole future. You're never going to have to worry again. You know, I'm going to turn you into a billionaire. You know, Kai, could you imagine doing that? Just given everything that you've worked so hard for in your life, being a millionaire and giving it to some random dude. So I got a quick story for you real fast. It goes directly on these lines. Um, I, I went to school for business management and uh, I used to live in college housing. There was four rooms, one person per per room. And uh, we had one guy, one of my roommates. Uh, his name's gonna. His name is going to name stay anonymous, <clears throat> but he did day trading. And so what he would do is he would go talk to the other roommates, and he'd say, "Hey, if you give me your money, I can day trade, and I could double it, and I keep like ten percent or something." And uh, there was this one day I remember I came home from school, and he was punching holes in the wall, dropping the f bomb, just screaming. You know, was super pissed. And what had happened is one of the roommates had given him $3,000 and he went to go day trade and he lost it all. So oh, I under, <laughs> I can only understand the, uh, you know, the, <laughs> the anxiety, the, uh, 
the uh, the the adrenaline I guess you get from gambling. But he lost it all, and what happened is uh, he ended up having to ask his dad for a personal loan to pay this other roommate back because uh, he just couldn't do it. So you know Jeffrey Epstein, the guy's a sick sick bastard, but. <clears throat> you definitely have to have balls to be able to take someone's money and have confidence in it to be able to invest it and double it and uh, you know make 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 a lot more from it. But like I said, when I was a broke ass uh, college kid, I did not give my roommate any money because uh, I don't know. I was kind of skeptical about it, but after that whole experience, I don't know. I just kind of chuckled every time I saw him. So. <laughs> <laughs> if you know anything about day trading, I'm not trying to hate on you guys. I just, uh, I just, I know what you guys go through. Okay. <laughs> so what I was thinking, Sean, is possibly, you know, I've done my research on Epstein as well, and uh, I kind of figured that I might be able to do what he did, uh, money wise, not the other stuff. Um, so if you want to sign over your power of attorney to me and uh, give me your accounts. <laughs> I might Bro. be able to help you out. And uh, I got like two nickels. That's it, dog. Sorry. <laughs> I can turn those two nickels into like three or four. I mean, that's that's you what I'm it, willing to do for you. Thanks, buddy. I'm you not trying it. to reference uh, another episode by chance, but maybe you'd be getting those Lagoon tickets for free. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe. I might get you some season tickets. Yeah, Just, just sign over your power of attorney and, uh, no. Dude, now we're talking. All right, you're going to have to meet with me after the podcast here. Yeah. Right. <laughs> All right, guys, I think this is a good time for a sponsor break. Did you enjoy the Clap by Fire intro? Do you want to play some of the best apps and mics out there but are broke as a joke just like me? Check out MidnightAudioImpulses.com where you can purchase impulse response in digital speakers. This allows you to still shred that expensive amp for a fraction of the price. Plug in your guitar to your computer and bam, you sound just like your favorite bands. Instead of forking out cash for expensive cabinets, it's a plug and play. Clap by Fire Podcast has an exclusive offer for you at checkout. If you use code CLAPPED in all caps, you can get 25% off your purchase. Again, at checkout, use code CLAPPED in all caps for 25% off your purchases. Again, go check out MidnightAudioImpulses.com. Do you love telling stories and want your voice to be heard? Check out Anchor.com. Anchor is a free program with built-in features that allows you to record and edit on the go. This allows you to get your content out there fast and easy and stress-free. Did I forget to mention it's 100% for free? Anchor's website being super user-friendly allows you to create an account in less than five minutes. Start creating today 100% for free. Check out anchor.com. All right. In 1987, he is now 34 years old and starts working for with uh, Leslie, Leslie Wexner. CEO of L Brands, which includes companies like Victoria's Secret, Bath and Body Works, and uh, the so the dude's got tons of cash and access to Victoria's Secret models. Wexner, who was 50 at the time, uh, estimated to be worth about 2.5 billion dollars, and he Damn. signed over full control to his of his empire to Epstein. Many people wonder why he would hand over all of his money like that, especially when he didn't need to. And a lot of people say that this is the point where Epstein, you know, clearly made his fortune. And everyone wondered what kind of uh, dirt or power did he have over Wexner. 
Um, because of Wexner, Epstein became an elite. Now it's heading uh, important important councils like and commissions like the uh, Trilateral Commission and uh, the Council of Foreign Relations and Institute of International Education. Uh, those are just a few of what he attended. Apparently, there were like lists of these things. Honest question uh, this, for you, real fast. Yeah. If you pretty much own Victoria's Secret, aren't you not looking into the business and, uh, you know, just checking up on it, in all honesty, as a male? <laughs> <laughs> you know what, you know what I mean? Like, uh, I don't know if this Wexner guy was married or not, but but if you own, you know, one of the world's most popular, uh, you know, underwear companies that, that empowers women and, and you know, women... Women go to it to, to get this sexy uh, feeling, and you're the owner of the company. You'd definitely be checking up on your on on your on your models and and your company. You'd be making sure that it's running correctly, right? I mean, it would have my full attention. So. Like, uh, you <laughs> know, a bit. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure this billionaire probably had like rooms in his house with like all the pictures of the girls, and would visit multiple times a day. You know, just to make sure there wasn't any dust on the on uh, any of the posters in the room that all looked uh, uh, pretty neat, you know? Right. <laughs> maybe this guy, uh, maybe maybe Epstein learned some things from him. <laughs> uh, maybe, man, maybe. Uh, this is where uh, more of the conspiracies come into play. Um, the Trilateralist was uh, one of those commissions that he was a part of earlier, and uh, they are said to be part of the Illuminati for decades. So automatically Epstein has an in with the Illuminati. But uh, Epstein was convinced Wexner, or Epstein convinced Wexner to put him in all of these meetings and on a board of the Wexner Foundation in place of Wexner's own mother. When Wexner's mother asked for her foundation back, they split the company into two so they wouldn't have to give it back to her. That's shady, man. Oh, yeah. Over yeah, the next he had 10 total years. blackmail on this guy. We all know he did. <laughs> right. Probably yeah, walked I mean, in his office with his pants down, you know, watching him do something and like took a picture and was like, ha ha, I got you. <laughs> How do you cut out your own mom from stuff, dude? Especially, you know, your empire. That's messed up. But uh, anyways, over the next 10 years, Epstein goes on to purchase several properties, including a $6.8 million mansion in Palm Beach, Florida in 1990. <clears throat> He also purchases a home in Manhattan as the largest private home in the city. This home used to be an all-girls school. Uh, it has nine floors, 51,000 square feet, heated sidewalks in the front. Um, the original owner, Herbert Strauss, was the heir to the Macy's department store furniture fortune. <clears throat> Excuse me. His father passed away on the Titanic, um, and Herbert actually never even lived in it. Herbert died of a heart attack at the age of 51, and uh, it was then donated to the Catholic Church. He used it as a hospital for a while for soldiers who were coming home from the World War II uh, to recover. Les Wexner had bought the home for $13 million in 1989 and renovated it. And in 1950, or 1995, uh, Epstein took it. He like just walked in and claimed it. Like, yeah, this is mine now. Honest, honest question. You said it had heated sidewalks. Heated sidewalks, bro. How, how, how does that even work? Like, <laughs> so what I've seen, uh, <laughs> as far as like heated driveways and stuff like that go, they uh, run water lines underneath the the concrete with hot water in them, 
and it just circulates the whole time. And but but so this isn't a state. Just, this isn't a state where you know snow's not a really big issue. So why why are you in here? New York? Oh, okay. Never mind. Never mind. I thought we were talking about Florida. So in New okay. Oh no, you're good. Yeah, yeah. This is in New York. Sorry. Um, yeah. So he had bought this uh, school, all girls school in New York City, and yeah, like had the heated sidewalks, which I can't even imagine having something as nice as that, especially back in the '90s, dude. Like I didn't even know that was a thing until like what. 10 years ago maybe <laughs> call me behind the times i guess but it's new to me <laughs> right uh not suspicious at all that you know he just walked in there and and took wexner's finances and his property and just claimed it um the house is valued at 77 million dollars uh when epstein was arrested and sold for uh 51 million to a goldman sachs employee in 2021 so, you know, he took a little bit of a loss, probably because it used to be Epstein's home. And I mean, that place is haunted. And why the hell would you buy it after knowing what happened there? Uh, uh, I You're would just sick. Hate to walk through it with a black light, dude. That's all I'm saying. So, John, would you buy it? Would you buy it, John? You know what? If I had the funds, uh, I would definitely buy that. <laughs> even even if you known what had happened there. You wouldn't like sage the house and, you know, have like the 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 Catholic uh, priests and bishops come over and bless love and hell out of that. I'm thinking maybe just a lot of Clorox wipes. <laughs> so so many Clorox wipes, but uh, <laughs> Epstein also went ahead and purchased a Gulfstream Four, which uh, later gets the nickname of the Lolita Express. A helicopter and a larger jet. By the early 2000s, Epstein had built up an investment staff who just so happened to be full of attractive young women. And in 1997, the year he began managing Wexner's money, Epstein also began consulting for a collection agency called the Tower Financial Corporation. Uh, this turned out to be a $500 million Ponzi scheme. They would, uh, promised to take over clients' debts, and Epstein worked with the CEO, Stephen Hoffenberg, to take over the other corporations. Um, Hoffenberg later would plead guilty to the SEC charges of to $475 million in fraud. Um, he was arrested in 94 and wouldn't be released until 2013. So Hoffenberg claims, even to this day, that uh, Epstein was the mastermind behind the scheme, and uh, Epstein was never charged. Epstein would use his money to establish a hedge fund that they stole from their clients. And uh, Hoffenberg said he never turned on Epstein at the trial because Epstein told him that he was a federal witness. And again, there's more conspiracy angles with this. You know, was he really a fed uh, federal witness? Like, you know, nobody really knows. Epstein stopped working with Hoffenberg in 1990, just before the company dive-bombed in 1993. In 96, uh, Epstein moved his company to the U.S. Virgin Islands to avoid taxes. And in 98, he purchased a 72-acre island for $8 million. He bought one of the, of the Virgin Islands and named it or Little St. James. Um, with a staff of 70 people on hand... And uh, later, 20 years later, he bought uh, the neighboring island and lit the Great St. James Island 
Actually, I'm not sure if he did name those that or if they were already named that, but those are the two islands that he purchased. And he bought that for $20 million. Imagine having so much money that you're just buying I- fucking islands. Like, holy right. shit, dude. Yeah. So real fast, uh, I just looked up the Victoria's Secret stock, and uh, it's only 36 bucks if anybody wants to buy in the company. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! So uh, together, that's two hundred and thirty acres of tropical island with no cops, no legal bias, and you know you can do whatever the hell you want. Sounds pretty badass. If it wasn't for, you know, obviously what happened there. Uh, Little Saint James, where a lot of sexual abuse went down, has a helipad, a private dock. Two pools, four guest villas, a large residential compound, three private beaches, tiki huts, and a full gym. It even has a gas station for the utility golf carts and stuff. Um, Great St. James was almost untouched, but has a marine preserve. And uh, he was building a new home there up uh, before his arrest. Real quick. So they had a little gas station on there, correct? Yeah. Is it going to be like all the other gas stations where they can go fill up their golf carts, go and buy a drink, maybe get some chips and some kind of snack? <laughs> I don't know about all that. I mean, I've only seen aerial views of this place, um, and the the little gas station is nothing more than a shack with like a couple of pumps out front. It's nothing really, you know. It's not your local holiday. We'll just put it that way. I'll so, say that's, that's the best part about getting gas is going in, get yourself a drink, a little bag of chips, maybe a ho-ho or a, uh, a ding-dong. <laughs> so, so real fast, there's actually YouTubers that have illegally gone and toured the island. Uh, it's all locked up right now, but uh, you, can, uh, you can actually get on the internet and look up uh, what a lot of the stuff looks like. You have to understand this guy's insanely rich. But uh, this island, they had to transport everything out there. And so things on the island actually may not be as nice as, uh, you know, there's like these little like dirt walking paths and like little statues here and there. Nothing too crazy. The the, the buildings themselves were really, really nice, but uh, it, it is on an island and everything had to be transported there. Two things real fast. Da- da- uh, David uh, Portnoy, uh, he's the owner of uh, Barstool Sports. He talks about fuck you money. And uh, there's people that they get to a point in life where uh, they use money. It's called uh, fuck you money. And it's where uh, they can do anything they want. And, uh, you know, nothing. Obviously, Jeffrey Epstein had an endless uh, supply of all the money he could ever want in the world. And uh, these islands and everything that he's buying is is definitely fuck you money. You know your your haters are yeah. getting on and, and making fun of you online, and uh, you're posting all your uh, your your cool <sighs> shit. Check out my yacht. Check out my private island. It's uh, this guy had a lot of fuck you money. So so Kai John, what would you do with that sort of cash, man? I mean, dude, if you had like four homes, two islands, two jets, endless wealth, and uh, you know just from taking over businesses and, and fully pulling out full Ponzi schemes. Like, and getting away with it, what would you guys do with that sort of cash? John, you want to go first? Yeah, go, go first, I'm John. I'm just not sure. Uh, 
not not living the rich life, I don't know what I'd do with myself. I always t- tell myself that if I ever won the uh, a, you know billion dollar lottery, you know, I'll get some vacation homes. But what do you do with all the extra time? Oh, it's you know, it's one of those things where I never thought it'd ever be possible. So I I couldn't actually try to figure out what what I'd do with all that that fuck you money. If money was not an issue for me, and I literally could buy whatever whatever the hell I wanted, like I don't know how to how to explain this, but I would move to like northern Idaho or Montana, and I would I would just build like like not even not even like a crazy mansion. Just I, I would I would go get like five hundred acres somewhere. I'd just build like a log cabin, and I would make sure that I had like good Wi Fi and stuff. And I would just uh, I would just. I, I don't know. I would buy like a big ass fucking library. I just read books all day and just uh, just just silence, just the peace, just stay away from society, dude. That's honestly what I do with money. I'm not I'm not the type of person. If I had a lot of money, I'd want to buy like all the nice fancy cars and and uh, I I don't know. I would just want a really really quiet place somewhere. Nice log cabin. This log cabin has like an indoor pool, jacuzzi. Like a big library to read books and shit, and uh, I'd be I'd be a hundred percent satisfied with that, dude. And then the rest of the money, I just I just give it away to charity or something. Shit, yeah, man, that sounds awesome. I I think I would take, I I would follow your footsteps on that one. I would go buy myself a nice log cabin out in the middle of nowhere. I would give probably my family enough money that they could all retire and never have to work again. You know what I mean? I would set up my four hundred one k, sit on that puppy, and the rest of the cash that I had leftover would all go to charities and donations man it just live the the nice booze life you know what i mean for sure for sure like out in the middle of nowhere you don't have any worries you don't have to worry about like all these crazy bills and stuff dude you go ride your horse or go ride your four-wheeler and uh a, a lot of people don't really know this but it's like I, I i can talk like i do youtube i can get up and talk but you give me in a crowd of a lot of people dude i feel so uncomfortable I, I'm definitely not that person that likes to go hang out at the club. Nope, too many people. I I definitely I like hanging around like two or three people, but any more than that, uh, I can't do it. Don't don't like it. Right. Uh, so I'm definitely the out in the middle of out in the middle of nowhere type of guy. <laughs> John, you can come uh, join me if you want. <laughs> no, that actually does sound good. Um, just the fact that you're not able to travel and go do something, go someplace as well, but. You know, in the middle of nowhere, making sure that you're, uh, you can probably have a couple fridges stuck with, uh, stocked with as much beer, all different types that you want. <laughs> you know, but, uh, four wheeling, you know, staying, you know, blitzed all day. It sounds like you gotta the gotta stay hydrated, man. I mean, oh, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> so, I mean, of course, all those, uh, if you need the energy, you get those, uh, energy drinks that have the, uh, the alcohol in it as well so you got the energy you know <laughs> the more more hydrating beer the one that's water something like some make a little blight or something you know a little bit more water uh, in you and then when you want to party you go ahead and do the uh uh the heavier stuff but you know gotta make sure that you're all stocked and ready sean did you uh, see that tiktok video i sent you you gotta be a lot more specific than that, bro. You sent me a the, few. The guy, the guy at the cabin. It's what do you do at my cabin? Do, do you remember that TikTok video I sent you? Uh, no, I don't. Okay, so I sent Sean the, the, this TikTok video, and uh, it is it is so sick. 
this guy says, I build a cabin out in the middle of the woods, like on 50 acres or something. And he's like, what do you do on your free time? He's like, you come, you sit on the couch, you chill at the cabin and you drink a beer. And then it says, you go look off the balcony and you, you look at the beautiful scenery and you drink a beer. And then it's like, then you go sit in your little hot tub and you relax and you drink a beer. And you have a beer with your beer. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Then you have a beer yeah. with your beer. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I remember now. <laughs> Shit's funny. Well, let me tell you what Epstein wanted to do with his finances. Epstein wanted to seed the entire human race with his DNA. Yeah. He had plans to take 20 women to his New Mexico estate and inseminate them. He was inspired by a sperm bank in California who had only accepted sperm from Nobel Prize winners. Unfortunately for the bank, there's not too many of uh, those guys out there. But uh, so they went with the next best thing. Yeah, just having a high IQ and good genes would qualify you for uh, your your sperm. So <laughs> just thought you guys might find that funny. Hey, but. I'm part of the meta group, so I'd I'd get in there, dude. <laughs> my iq was high enough to get in awesome uh, uh, anyways back to the isle, uh, island of little saint james uh of course this island's going to become known as pedophile island also known as the island of sin um where epstein committed god knows how many sex trafficking operations some of the victims that were abused that were as young as 12 years old Shortly after purchasing the island, he purchased a massive ranch near Stanley, New Mexico with 7,500 acres, and he named it Zorro. It cost him $18 million, and uh, he built 26,700-square-foot mansion on the ranch, and it made his Manhattan mansion look like a shack, apparently. Um, near the entrance, he built a ranch, or he built Ranch Central, which was like a small village with 10 structures for the staff. Uh, this also had an airstrip and an aircraft hangar and a helipad. All four locations, including his, his planes and places where he would sexually abuse women and girls and allegedly prostitute them out to his famous friends. Uh, Epstein claims that, he, that the stock market was the reason why he had all this money. And maybe it's true, but probably not. Uh, Wexner was probably the real reason why he had a cash. There was uh, even a rumor floating around that he managed uh, Rockefeller money. Now, I don't know if you guys know who the Rockefeller family is, but they're one of the most powerful families in the nation. Um, they own a they're shit ton of, of corporations. They're people of the Illuminati. Yes, they are, yeah. Uh, I personally think that it was because of the child sex trafficking and uh, blackmail. Uh, but if the Rockefellers were backing him, I mean, this man could have had the moon and no one would have said a thing about it. So he also had been rumored to, uh, been working for, or at least had ties with extreme wealthy people like Bill Clinton, Donald Trump, Bill Gates, Kevin Spacey, Alan Dershowitz, and Prince Andrew. Um, Epstein had an address book that he referred to as his collection, which included more politicians, actors, and celebrities and was published in 2015. Um, one of his most important people on his collection was uh, Jelaine Maxwell, a British socialite and Epstein's girlfriend. She would go on to be Epstein's partner in all of this. So 
Jelaine Maxwell, born December 25th in 1961 outside of Paris, uh, Epstein started dating her in 91, but would never refer to her as his girlfriend, but would call her his best friend instead. Uh, she would manage his Palm, Palm Beach residence and frequently visit all of his homes. She would also hire numerous young girls and manage their payments for Epstein. Usually these girls were told to come by and give Epstein a massage. And unfortunately, <clears throat> excuse me, if they agreed, they were trapped. Uh, Maxwell would act as a sort of madam to these girls and control them for Jeffrey. Maxwell was finally arrested uh, July 2nd of 2020 in uh, New Hampshire. Thank God. Right. She was charged with six counts, including transportation of a minor with intent to engage in criminal sexual activity and perjury. Uh, she pled not guilty to all charges and was accused of bringing girls to Epstein's homes uh, to show them what to do and also participating and recruiting girls for sexual abuse. They would lure the girls in with promises of money, friendship, education, and career advancement. And on December 29th, 2021, Maxwell was found guilty on five of the six accounts of conspiracy to entice minors to engage in criminal sex acts. She was also found guilty of having sex with these girls as well. Um, just one of these will land her, like one of those acts would have landed her 40 years in prison. And she is now 61 years old. So hopefully this old broad dies in prison. Um, in 2002, Epstein flew on his plane, the Lolita Express, to Africa with former President Bill Clinton, Chris Tucker, and Kevin Spacey. Now, we all know Kevin Spacey was molesting young boys and uh, his career is now done. But uh, looks like Tucker was the only one who really didn't have any any dirt in all of this, but odd that he is on the plane, too. Clinton had made a week-long tour uh, to of South Africa to tour the AIDS prevention and treatment sites. Uh, Clinton swears he didn't know about Epstein. However, he did take four trips on Jeffrey Epstein's plane, one to Europe, one to Asia, and two to Africa, um, which includes stops with the Clinton Foundation. Clinton was accompanied by his Secret Service, but also girl... Masseuse. In uh, March of 2005, a stepmother of a 14-year-old girl from Palm Beach, Florida, called the authorities to report that Jeffrey Epstein had abused her daughter. The step, or, yeah, the stepdaughter reported that her daughter's friend's mother called her to say she had overheard her daughter discussing how she met with an older man and had been paid to have sex with him. Keep in mind, he is 52. An investigation goes underway, and it's revealed that dozens of young girls have been abused by Epstein just in Florida at this point, and not counting any of the other places that he owns. Uh, the police were already aware from his past dealings of who he was and what he did in 2021. <clears throat> he visited the head of police and tried to make a $100,000 donation. <clears throat> bribe. It was not accepted, and... Uh, all these girls that were interviewed by the police virtually told him the same story, told them the same story. Uh, they all thought they were there to give Epstein massages, but then once the massage began, uh, they were either sexually assaulted or at the very least Epstein exposed himself to them and tried to initiate a sexual assault before they were able to leave. 
most of them didn't want to prosecute Epstein because they were scared to death. Um, they were worried about how much harm and trouble that he could make for them and their families. Um, because of all this wealth and power, Epstein hired people to dig up dirt on the accusers and also the police involved. Another complaint in 2021 by another victim said that not only was she abused in other young women uh, at Les Wexner's Ohio Mega Mansion, just another place that Epstein assaulted women, uh, they also accused Lex and his wife Abigail of knowing and letting Epstein use their home for this. Uh, Epstein would pose as a modeling recruiter for Victoria's Secret to prey on aspiring young girls. And Epstein would take these girls into his house, um, give him and to have him give them massages, and either rape them or molest them, and then offer them money to bring more girls in. Um, the police began to worry that someone would hack their system and take all their accusations that they had that they started to hand file them. So Epstein hired PIs to go through the uh, department's trash and uh, the police investigators' homes as well. John, I got something for you real fast. Yeah. You're uh you're a young girl and uh you you know you're desperate for money and uh someone tells you that uh, if you come give this guy a massage, she'll pay you will pay you 250 bucks. So uh you agree to it and uh, you're giving him a massage and uh this 50-year-old dude whops out his old his old uh no hate to the 40 and 50-year-olds. <clears throat> but uh you know he whops out his wing. What what do you do, John? Do you scream? Do you run? What do you do? Well, if I was a little teenage girl, uh, I don't know. Dude, I'm going to be honest. I have like this uh, just like defense fight for, for survival. I try to find scissors and cut it off or something, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah. That sounds like a good plan to be. So a lot of his victims, because um, I... There's just too many to post on here. Like, <clears throat> we're talking between 80 and 100 girls easily just in this one area that were all, you know, um, interviewed. And unfortunately, I listened to a couple of them, and, and a lot of them were too scared to do anything, man. They would get in there, and the very second that, you know, Ghislaine Maxwell told them, like, okay, this is what you're supposed to do, this is how you're supposed to approach him, and they just go ahead and give him a massage is either her and him in the same room, and they corner him. They didn't know if that, you know, they clearly knew he was rich, as all get out, but they didn't know how much danger he posed either. Like, were they going to get murdered there? And, you know, like, they, they just didn't know what was going to happen. So they were just scared to death to do anything, much less, you know, put their families at risk. So I, I totally see, like, why they wouldn't fight. It's freaking crazy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, back to this story, they, these, uh, people going through the, the private investigators would go through like even the police officers trash cans at their homes and, uh, try to find anything incriminating against, uh, Epstein and, and try to get it and destroy it before the police could use it against him. Um, but the police stroke back in, in 2005 and searched his Palm, Bre Palm Beach mansion, finding photos of underage girls, lots of them, but I guess not anything sexual enough to press child porn charges. Also, they found the computers, uh, the hard drives have been removed from the house, and they also found a school report card with a message to, the, to deliver flowers to a girl at her school. How creepy is that, man? 
But uh, anyways, there are there have been hundreds of girls and hundreds of reports on this guy. But one that really stuck out is a 15-year-old girl who was taken to Little St. James Island. Uh, she had been assaulted all day, and uh, she had escaped. Um, however, Epstein has surveillance cameras all over the island. And he knew right where she was. And this poor little girl ran and uh, decided she was going to go ahead and swim off the island. Um, you know, I, I guess she thought that it was better to get eaten by sharks than to continue to go through what the hell she was going through, if you can believe that. The fuck? Like, God yeah. damn, dude. Right? Apparently, there were other reports from other girls trying to swim off the island as well, but no one has ever seemed to make it. Uh, everyone was eventually captured and brought back. Um, yeah, pretty gross. In July of 2006, FBI now opens a federal investigation in Florida, New York, and other locations in the U.S. based on accusations from more victims. Epstein starts to push back. Um, reporters from West Palm Beach uh, NBC affiliate program began getting weekly death threats uh, for reporting on the Epstein case. Brad Edmonds, an attorney for the victims, was stalked and threatened. The victims... Uh, I'm so sorry. The victims start having fake cops call them and uh, intimidate them. In 2007, the FBI stops talking to the West Palm Police Department uh, about the case, whereas before, they'd been keeping them under constant uh, updates and, and communicating with them regularly. Police Chief Michael Ryder suspects something is going on, and, uh, you know, did, did Epstein have the FBI in his pocket now? And, and how did he have them? Why would the FBI all of a sudden just stop all communications, stop looking into this? You know what I mean? It's super weird. So on June 30th, 2008, Epstein pleads guilty to one count of solicitation of prostitution and one count of solicitation of prostitution of a minor under the age of 18. So he makes some poor girl who was raped look like a prostitute. And then just pretends like all the other victims that he had done this to never happened. Um, so local investigators think that he had abused at least 50 victims in Florida alone at this point. Uh, with so much evidence of sex with underage girls. And he just pleads just to one. Like, how many people in power did he have dirt on? Epstein got what's called the sweetheart deal from the Florida prosecutors, which had him completely avoid federal charges because of him pleading guilty to the two state charges. For an 18-month 18 18 sentence, oh my gosh, my mouth stopped working, uh, <laughs> plus community service work uh, release and registering as a sex offender. Also, the FBI agreed to end their investigations into both him and his co-conspirators and grant him further immunity uh, from further prosecution in the Southern District of Florida, that is. Most of this was hidden from the victims and the public. Alexander Acosta, who was the U.S. US attorney for the Southern District of Florida, said he felt he had no choice but to give Epstein the deal because he was told that Epstein worked for the government. He was told this by his superiors. The same superiors also sent emails saying not to make this go public and to not tell the victims so that Epstein could control the information that was spread. Epstein would then be released on probation after serving just 13 months while he was in jail. 
He got to have work release, which included 12 hours a day, six days a week. He was able to go to his office and work. Also, his cell door, or yeah, also his cell door uh, was almost never locked. Uh, he was also allowed to spend four hours a day uh, unsupervised in a Palm, in Palm Beach. And uh, if all this bullshit wasn't enough, he would still get massages from teen girls and assault them. So. Yeah, what that's the fuck, up. dude? <laughs> I know, right? <clears throat> what is real, real fast? Uh, what is that? Uh, the cocaine guy, the dude, what's his name? Uh, like Pablo Escobar or something? Yeah, th- th- this guy sounds so much like Pablo Escobar. Never, no accountability ever, and he just had so much money that you know, you'd either intimidate someone, and if you couldn't intimidate them, you could give them a small amount of money, and it was easy to just make them turn their heads and. Forget anything ever happened. Yeah, for sure. It's it's gross how how you know pay, money is just it's just paper, but it it literally controls people's lives. And uh, you know, shout out to uh, the U.S. government, you know, for uh, <clears throat> backing this dude and letting all this shit to happen. It's pretty pretty disgusting. For real. I remember watching the um, there was a Netflix series on this, and just that part just it ticked me off so bad. The only reason he he just slept at the jail. That's all he did. Yep. So he was out and about. He was doing all the stuff he was in there for uh, in his office. Most of the time, he wasn't even at his office. Yeah, he had like two people follow him around all day. That was it. So he did pretty much whatever he wanted. But uh, in 2009, he was released from his jail sentence. But he didn't even have to register in New York as a sex offender until 2011. Like, why did he get to wait so long? Um, All this just goes to show that, you know, nothing really changed in his life, even after being arrested for the short term that he got arrested for. In 2008, Epstein's victims would file an emergency petition under the Crime Victims Act, uh, that states the victims have to be informed of the status of their case. They wouldn't get a response until 2019 when the courts finally confronted Alexander Acosta that they had their rights violated. Then July 6, six months later, Epstein is arrested at Tito Burrow Airport in New Jersey. I sure hope I said that right. I probably didn't. Uh, on suspicion of sex trafficking minors. Uh, he would be indicted for the same crimes that should have put him away for life in 2008. But authorities then raided Epstein's home and found tons of pictures of underage girls and expired Austrian passport with Epstein's photo and a different name, a stash full of cash um, and diamonds that were uh, locked away in a safe. And Epstein was wiring money to all of his co-conspirators to have them not roll over on him. Epstein was denied bail and sent to upstate New York at a federal prison July 12th, 2019. Alexander Acosta resigns from his position as Secretary of Labor. The uh, federal courts finally realize or release the lawsuits to the public about Epstein and Maxwell and all the victims in their files um, in July of 20 or in July. Epstein would find... I'm so sorry, guys. My thing's all jacked up. Epstein was found in his cell with neck injuries in July. Uh, His cellmate, Nicholas Tagaluni, was a former police officer uh, charged with, 
quadruple homicide. Um, he began yelling, and police ran over, and he noticed that Epstein had a sheet wrapped around his neck. Epstein claims he was attacked, and uh, Targoloni denies this. Uh, why would Nicholas yell for help if he just attacked him in his cell? Also, why save this piece of shit's life? You know what I mean? Nicholas was a big-ass dude, and if he wanted to kill Epstein, he could have easily done it. Epstein was now placed on suicide watch. When when you're on suicide watch, you have to wear a smock. You can never be in full darkness. You uh, can't have any bedding that could be used for suicide, you know. But none of these uh, qualifications for being on suicide watch ever happened. Uh, in July 26th of 2019, a federal judge places a protective order on some highly sensitive material that they were going to give to the to the defense. Unfortunately, no one knows what this material still is and still hasn't been released to the public. Maybe it was material or evidence of people Epstein was about to rat on. Uh, July 29th, 2019, Epstein is officially removed from suicide watch, which is not normal protocol. Um, normally, they're supposed to get evaluated and still be on it for, like, weeks on end. And Anyways, the next day... Epstein is transferred back to prison and required to have a cellmate at all times. Uh, it was put in the cell that was the closest to the correctional officer's desk, which was about 15 free feet away from his cell. He, however, was not appointed a cellmate. August 8, 2019, Epstein signs a new will and commit, commits his estate and his trust to in the Virgin Islands to make it more difficult uh, for his victims to get the restitution. His brother was set to inherit his entire $577 million estate, but that never happened. Instead, it would go to a trust for restitution of the victims as of 2020. So thank God for that. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Right? <laughs> uh, that fund uh, has made more than 100 claims and has paid tens of millions of dollars to the victims. Um, on August 9th, uh, Epstein meets with his lawyers about the case. One of two things happened, but no one knows for sure. Either the talks didn't go well, and Epstein began to plan his demise, or Epstein had a bunch of names and he was going to throw out in court, and someone caught wind of it and decided that he needed to die. Uh, the following morning, August 10th, 2019, Epstein was found dead in his cell at 6.33 a.m. at the age of 66 years old. He is found with a bed sheet tied around his neck and tied to the ladder on his bunk bed. And uh, uh, apparently he had leaned forward so hard with enough force that not only to hang himself, but it also seemed to break several of his neck, neck bones, including the hyoid, hyoid bone, I hope I'm saying that right, which is a U-shaped bone in the neck that is used to support the tongue. Conspiracists say there is no way that he could have broken all of these bones alone, especially the photos from the photos that were taken of his cell. His very short ladder, and it's only tied about three quarters of the way up from it. Also, if you see these photos, he also has medication sitting on top of his bunk. Nothing was spilt over. There's a whole bunch of stuff behind it. They're already um, up on Instagram right now. Uh, so if you're watching, you can go check them out. But uh, yeah, bullshit. <laughs> yeah, right. So prison staff, you know, they run over, they cut the sheet, 
and uh, tried their best to CPR, but was pronounced dead uh, about an hour or so later. On August 16th, 2019, New York City Medical Examiner Barbara Sampson concluded that Epstein did commit suicide. However, the hyoid bone is, I can't say that word today, I'm sorry guys, is usually only broken with homicidal strangulation. Also found was a torn thyroid cartilage, which is also common in homicidal strangulation. This is... This, I guess, wasn't enough to have changed her mind, so she still rules it a suicide. All right, guys, so now let's go over some of the conspiracies about Epstein and the night that he died. So, John, Kai, put on your tinfoil hats. You ready? Hell oh, yeah! I've already got mine on, man. Noise. All right. Okay, I'm going to tell you guys four possible conspiracies, and I want you guys to tell me at the end which one you side with and, uh, I mean, even if you were with it at all, okay? So, here we go. Some people seem to think that Epstein ended up taking his own life because of the state of the prison he was staying at. Uh, the MCC, or the Metropolitan Correction Center, was understaffed, disgusting, and full of scandal for years before Epstein even got there. It's located in New York, just a few blocks away from the Brooklyn Bridge, it houses about 750 people, but was only intended to house fewer than 500. The building itself has poor temperature uh, regulation, super hot in the summer, super freezing in the winter. Uh, it's even so cold in the winter that prisoners would have to wear multiple layers of clothing just to sleep. Um, mice and rats and cockroaches infest the walls, and the plumbing would break so often. Um <clears throat> Reports, uh, there's also reports of the guards being uh, abusive. There's no natural light, uh, so you were completely isolated. Uh, and they couldn't even read the paper unless it was over 30 days old. When the toilets broke, uh, they were given bags to shit in and to keep in their cell. Some inmates would use the shower to shit in and just waffle stomp that turd down the drain. <laughs> so, <laughs> unless it is life or death, there is no immediate Medicare. Medical care, sorry. Um, on top of all of this, there was only one psychiatrist and a handful of psychologists. People think perhaps he was depressed and suicidal, and that the lack of staff and poor conditions led to his uh, led to his cell not being monitored as it should have been. Uh, he had only been in there for a month, but knowing that it could have been years uh, of this with no plea deal before he gets out again. Uh, is this why Epstein killed himself? Uh, the MCC was so understaffed that when Epstein died, that the cooks and maintenance workers were doubling as guards. It didn't seem like anyone was doing much guard duty at all that night. Uh, there were two prison guards that were on duty that night um, when he died, who were later indicted for false testimony and trying to cover up their mistakes. But did they really make any mistakes? Or were they paid to look the other way or leave, or were they involved? Um, Noel and Thomas were the two officers who failed to check on Epstein. And they filed a lot of false forms that night saying that they had checked on him uh, many times. Uh, on that night of his death, only 18 guards were in charge of all 750 inmates. Ten of them were working overtime, and two of them were supposed to be monitoring the wing where Epstein was. Both Noel and Thomas were on overtime that night, and uh, when they were 
caught, the judge basically gave them a slap on the wrist. And that was all. Both these guys were 15 feet from where Epstein was sitting, and uh, they were sitting on their, at their desk, shopping online for furniture, for motorcycles, which, you know, I, I, I totally understand that part. But uh, and they would go to the commons area instead of making the rounds every 30 minutes, like they were supposed to. So they even took a nap for approximately two hours, and the day prior to his death, his cellmate was transferred from his cell, and he told his lawyer that that the cellmate told his lawyer that uh, I'm so sorry, I lost my spot here. The guards hated that the guards hated Epstein, and that if he were to be removed, uh, he would probably kill himself. They would harass him and try to get money out of him because they knew he was rich. Um, they wouldn't even get him betting that he asked for. Uh, he said that they would not have taken him off a suicide watch, even if the lead psychologist had said to do so. Also, just a side note, in this prison, it's known you don't mess with uh, kids. So, it would have been a badge of honor for someone to kill him. You know what I mean? Like, pedophiles have a hell of a hard time in, in prison. So, Thank right. God. As they should. Right? <laughs> Absolutely. I hope that booty hole is getting stretched pretty far. They, they, I, <laughs> I think you deserve it. If you're going to take advantage of a child, I, I think that uh, that's uh, that's society's way of saying uh, fuck you. Yep, exactly, man. Uh, so at 10:30 p.m. is the last time a guard would walk down Epstein's corridor, and no one would go down there again until 6:30 a.m. The guards were supposed to do a 30-minute rounds on the halls uh, for the rest of the night. They would falsify 75 entries claiming that they did. At 4 a.m., a supervisor comes and speaks to them before leaving. 6 a.m., they get breakfast carts and start delivering to their cells. At 6.30 a.m., it's the first time in six hours that they go to Epstein's cell, and he is found lifeless and in a kneeling position with a strip of bedsheet wrapped around his neck and tied to his bunk. Uh, he was believed to have been dead at least two hours by this point, he is then rushed to downtown New York Hospital where he is pronounced dead. Also, side note, the removal of Epstein's body, body is a huge violation of protocol uh, because it is considered a crime scene and prison personnel failed to pho photograph the incident. So that's another big no-no. Uh, so was this a conspiracy or incompetence? Uh, I know what you all are thinking. Aren't there cameras in this prison? Uh, there is no footage of anything because all the cameras were faced outwards. So what do you guys think of that, about that one? I'll go first. So <clears throat> if you get on the Instagram page, you can actually look up, has like the little noose that he, he, he wrapped and, uh, shows the, the ladder where his bed is. So, <clears throat> so real fast, this guy is super rich. Uh, if you actually look up pictures of Jeffrey Epstein, the guy, the guy dressed, uh, pretty modest. Didn't have, like, the fancy stuff. The guy may have worn, like, expensive shoes and watches and stuff. But uh, he's not really known for flexing with his clothes. You know, you, you look at him and he looks like just a professional businessman. So, my theory is I think this guy's still alive. First and foremost, prisons, like, they're funded by the state. So, you know, if, they're, if it's in such poor conditions, you know, that's the state's problem. Second, this guy's like a high-ticketed person, you know what I mean? You don't have just, 
you know, a multi-billionaire, you know, child, child or child rapist come in and just like, eh, you, you know what I mean? You're like, oh, you know, there's someone in the jail that is of high importance. So yeah. if you know anything about how how the body works and your body is designed, uh, your body has so many defense mechanisms, like your nervous system. You cut your arm, your arm gets cut. Your body sent, you know, send, send signals to your brain of ouch, that hurts, ouch, that hurts hurts can you imagine the strength that it would take to break your own bones and to not say okay that that hurts too bad this is a guy that had everything served to him on a gold platter i cannot imagine him causing large amounts of pain on himself (laughs) second if your body if you drown in water so what happens is uh you pretty much like slow. So if you're underwater and you can't breathe your body starts loot you know you pretty much like slowly start falling as falling asleep but then your body starts having like these spasms starts having these defense spasms where it's trying to do anything and everything that it can to get air so pretty much what this guy did you know he got his bed sheets he ripped them up he, he made this little noose and if you look at the noose it's like it does not does not look like someone was aggressively using it to kill themselves he then yeah. knees on the ground kneels on the ground Ties it to, you know, the ladder right behind him, three feet off the ground, and is able to put enough force on it to choke himself. I, 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 I don't buy it. I think that if he, you know, was losing air, that his body would start shaking. And these guards that are literally 15 feet away from his cell would have fucking heard something. Unless they had a stereo blasting or something. But, uh, like I said, you can look up pictures of his cell. You can look up the noose that he made. And uh, like I said, I just I just don't see this guy having the mindset to be able to choke himself so hard that he breaks his bones and uh, you're doing it three feet off the ground. You have to understand three feet off the ground at any given time, he could have leaned back and given himself air. You know what I mean? True story. Yep. So so normally when people like hang themselves, they, they set them up in a scenario where they can't stop it. You know what I mean? You, you, you kick the stool. So there's no there's no point of return. And at any given point, you know, he could have stopped it. So just, uh, like I said, and, and like at the top, there, there's pills on the top. If you're hanging them, hanging yourself, I would assume that you would shake and that the pills would fall over. It just, uh, it's just so fitchy. There's, there's nothing about this that seems right. And how this guy constantly got away with things and how people constantly turned and looked away i i honestly think this guy might be living in the bahamas somewhere might have had some plastic surgery to change up his face probably dyed his hair uh i don't think this guy's dead right what do you think john well we never actually got to the uh conspiracy about aliens i think the aliens did it (laughs) no for me it's 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 more of a there's so many things that it could be I can't sit there and pick and choose which one, you know, which way it happened. Maybe he did commit suicide. Maybe the guards did it. Maybe people came in, took care of it themselves. You know, yeah. maybe he's alive. You know, it's it's so many things that actually yeah. have a little bit of merit that you're just like, all right, well, um, which one do I go with? Right. So this next theory actually ties into what Kai was just talking about. What if he still is alive? There's no video. No photos of him dead in his cell because obviously the uh, inmates totally forgot to do that. Or not the inmates, but, the, you know, the people who were supposed to be watching him, the guards. Um, they totally forgot to take the photos. And uh, maybe it's because he's not dead. 
Uh, rumors began to spread the year of his death when two men make a video of Epstein's ranch in New Mexico. Apparently, these two guys sit out his gate of his Zorro ranch and uh, take cell phone photos of a and video of a man who does look a little bit like Epstein driving a work truck. Um, he, he stops, looks at the men, and takes a pic with his phone and then drives away. The video pauses and zooms in on this man trying to reveal his face. And they took this video to social media and put it on Facebook and YouTube. Um, the Facebook police automatically put a fact check on it, of course. And the two men claim it's him. However, why would he be driving a work truck on his old property in New Mexico? Why would he be so calm about getting caught on camera? And uh, this... This rumor and video are only conspiracies of him being alive, but uh, if you guys want to check the stuff out, ABQ Raw was the author of the Facebook post and video. If anyone wants to go check them out, they uh, claim to be some sort of uh, news outlet out of Albuquerque, New Mexico. Uh, the lesser theory on this claim is that the night on his death, uh, he could have been snuck out of his jail cell and a body double could have been put in his place. It's highly unlikely, but I guess it's a possibility. So, so, guys so guys, real fast. So, the examiner, Barbara Sampson, she also, or Sam, I don't know, Sampon, Sampson? Doesn't uh -huh. see. She also did an autopsy for another famous person, and I cannot remember it off the top of my head. Do you guys know who the, the other one was? I do I don't. There's another high criminal that she did an autopsy for. She seems, I don't know, she seems like someone that's very credible, but just based on people that she's done autopsies for and uh, working for the government, she also seems like someone that would maybe accept a bribe based on the information that we've heard about, uh, you know, news out outlets and all these other people, uh, you know, turning turning their cheeks and... and the, I can't. I'll, I'll find it. I'll tell it on another episode. But this lady did another autopsy for another person that, that's that's pretty famous, and it also is sketchy. There's a lot of conspiracies about it too. I'll find it out, and I'll let you guys know on the next the next episode. I just cannot think of it right now off the top of my head. Yeah, you're good, man. Um, the other one is the vague blackmail theory. So this theory is about him being murdered because of someone uh, he was going to expose. So someone he had dirt on, or to try and get out of a life sentence. Uh, we know that Epstein was obsessed with uh, sexually assaulting under underage women. We know he did this in New Mexico, New York, and the U.S. Virgin Islands. We also know that he hung out with a lot of wealthy and powerful people. We also know that a lot of people would come visit him at these fancy homes and would still spend time with him even after he was registered as a sex offender. What we don't know uh, is who these people were. Uh, some of these people... Uh, also joined in having sex and assaulting all these underage girls. According to some of his victim statements, Epstein had dirt on lots of wealthy people. Um, Virginia Dufresne, one of the victims, claims that Epstein told her after she had sex with these people to get intimate and personal and to get information to blackmail these people with. And on Pedophile Island, we know that Epstein had surveillance equipment. Did he use it to create blackmail? Uh, having this info out into the public would be enough for other elites to target and snuff out Epstein. Um, 
Also, Epstein's black book of addresses had names in it like Donald Trump, Bill Clinton, multiple Kennedy family members, uh, Earl Spencer, Courtney Love, uh, former Israeli Prime Minister Oud Barak, Alan Dershowitz, Alec Baldwin, Ralph Fiennes, Richard Johnson, lots and lots of more just celeb after celeb and governor after governor in it. Um, between stealing from his friends and running Ponzi schemes uh, and the blackmail to blackmail the list of suspects who may want him dead is overwhelming. Uh, but the number one and two suspects on the internet are, can you guess? Huh? John? John, can, uh, you, can yeah. you guess who they are? I can't guess who they are. Bill and Hillary Clinton. That's right. Good old Killery. Oh, Killery. Gotcha. <laughs> the most popular conspiracy theory on the internet by far is the Clintons. Uh, they had him or that they had him killed uh, because he had dirt on them. Epstein met with the Clintons in '93 at a fundraiser they were holding. Uh, Epstein donated tens of thousands of, of dollars for the White House renovations. Um, at this point. We're not sure if Bill. We are not sure if Bill knew who Epstein was, uh, because it was just a fundraiser and lots of rich people attend them. But what is clear is Bill Clinton received a letter from the Rothschilds thanking him for information about Epstein in nine, 1995. So within those two Rothschilds years, Rothschilds are also part of the Illuminati. Yes, they are. Super rich, rich family. So within those uh, <clears throat> two years, they became acquainted. Meanwhile, Maxwell becomes very friendly with Bill's daughter, Chelsea Clinton. And uh, flight records show that Bill had flown on Epstein's personal jet, the Lolita Express, 11 times in 2002 and 2003. <clears throat> Excuse me. The conspiracy that the Clintons have their enemies killed on a regular has been around since the 90s. And I gotta be honest, it does seem like anyone who may have dirt on these two goes missing or straight up disappears. So, that's uh, all of the conspiracies that I have. What, what do you guys think? Which one's your favorite? And also before I, I hand the mic over, guys, we want the names. We want the names. Anybody who knows what the hell I'm talking about, we'll get that. So. I, I concur. <laughs> so, which one's your guys' favorite? Uh, I think he's still alive, and I, I think the Clintons uh, are definitely uh, part of the Illuminati, and I think that they help control the world government. And, uh, yeah, you know, it is it is kind of sus that anyone that speaks up to you has problems with you, uh, you know, dies or goes missing. And it's not even just one person. It's multiple people. So you kind of have to raise an eyebrow like and say, uh, <laughs> yeah, something is not right here. Right. For sure. John, I think it's the no, I'm thinking it's the deep state. It's the, it's the killery. It's the Illuminati. It's the uh, it's everything. <laughs> That's what I side with as well. I think that I don't think Epstein killed himself. I do think it had something to do with the Clinton administration. That's my personal view on it. But you know, Epstein has been clapped. So there you go. So I'm gonna throw this oh, out. Real, I'm gonna throw this one. out there real fast. Thank you, Sean. That was awesome. Absolutely beautiful. Stunning. Appreciate it. Uh, great episode. But I'm going to throw this out there real fast. So you can get online and you can actually look up uh, <clears throat> the flight list that has been released. And obviously there's more names that haven't been released yet. So 
I, I don't know how to explain this. So if somebody commits a crime and you know about it, you can be held accountable for that crime too. Prime example, if a friend tells you they're going to rob a bank, they then go rob a bank, and then they, the, the police later find out that you knew that they were going to rob the bank and didn't report anything. You can be held just as accountable as the people that have committed the crime. I do not understand how all these people on this flight list have flown over to this sex island and like, like this place isn't like huge, you know, there's, there, there's, there was buildings for people to stay, but there was like, like, you know, like the main building, but I don't know how you can go there and not know, or supposedly Clinton, you know, all these people that have gone over there have claimed that they had no idea what was going on. Bill Clinton, when they were on that plane, on that plane, Jeffrey Epstein took a girl in the back and was sexually assaulting her on that plane that that victim came out and and said that was happening, and Bill Clinton was on the plane and said that he had no idea what was going on. You used to be sure. in a president of the United States, and you're that fucking stupid. You, you you know what I mean? You can't. You don't know what's going on 15 feet behind you? Or was Epstein that powerful? I mean, apparently international authorities were coming to the island all the time, and he was just paying them off to look the other way, and they would. And a lot, a lot of these people on these lists, um, you know, there's never, there has not been a single arrest for any of the people that flew on the plane that that were reported going to this island. And there's a lot of famous people on here. We got, we got Akon, we got, uh, you know, Will Smith, Will Ferrell, uh, Jim Carrey. Like, there's just so many famous people, like hundreds and hundreds, Ben Affleck, hundreds of these famous people, and not a single person has ever spoken up or came out. They, they all just deny we didn't know what was going on. We were just friends with him, yada, yada, yada. And it's disgusting. It is absolutely fucking disgusting. These people knew. You're telling me that hundreds of people come and not one person saw something that was strange and uh, no one will speak up about it. And the guy's supposedly right. dead. <clears throat> so uh, right. why, if he's supposedly dead, why won't you speak up about it? All you're going to do is clear your name. You know, Lady Gaga is another person that they went and visited uh, this island, and she still has millions and millions and millions of people to listen to her on Spotify every month. So, in other words, it's like if you know someone that was visiting a set that literally was designed to be a sex island, and yet you're still supporting them and their music. I don't know. See, it just seems kind of seems kind of a little off to me. I 100% agree. And there's conspiracies all about that too, like even going back to the whole famous Will Smith slap and it was all set up so he could step off of his acting career for a while, you know what I mean, because of this. I I don't, I don't know, like people look way in depth on things, it's hard to know, like out of conspiracies, what could possibly have some truth in it, but everything's a little shady as it is, so absolutely crazy like like i said you can look up these lists of people and there's so many of them there's actually i know there's a guy on tiktok that posted a video about uh uh the the jim carrey and he's he showed that jim carrey sent him a cease and assist letter they were going to sue him if he didn't stop talking about him being or on the flight log to jeff i can't even talk right now jeffrey epstein's island there's so many fishy things and it's just one of those things that you know, uh, what's that Judge Julie, whatever her name is? Yeah, she has this saying that if something, if you don't have, if something doesn't seem right, it most likely not it isn't. And this whole topic 
everything about it, it just seems fishy, doesn't seem right. I feel like there's a crazy cover-up for it. Absolutely. What do you think, John? I've got to be honest. I'm with the conspiracy theories on this one, so. (laughs) For me, it's just there's so many different things that you can go with. I mean, there's really no no right way or no easiest way. A lot of stuff makes sense. It's it's just insane. He was a piece of garbage, and um, hopefully that was him in the cell, and um, yeah, he's not with us anymore. Thank God. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. (laughs) Well, thanks so much for everyone hopping in. Remember to like and subscribe and follow. Uh, All that does is it helps helps the algorithm expose us more to more people in the world. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, Have a good one, and we'll see you guys next week. Peace. Peace. Peace.